Good morning. It's Thursday and uh, again, it's Thursday. And this is a milestone episode. This is episode number 40. Woo, can you believe it? I'm still talking. <laughs> um, I've just come in from outside and made myself a cup of coffee. Hence, I just did the recording of the stirring of the drink and spoon. Sometimes I forget to do that. So when I do that, I will try, I'll just put something else in because I think I can't bother to go back and do that now. Um, Yes, I've been busy this morning. Um, in it's nearly ten o'clock, and so that's uh, quite late to come back in uh, after I've been out there. Um, I got halfway through doing the animals this morning. Doing the did the geese, let those out, topped out the water, did the ducks, fed them, cleaned out their water bucket, cleaned, uh, swept the hard standing bits. That's all like mucky, shitty dirt. Um, sweep that out. Um, get them some clean water, went into the stables, did both of the, the chicken lots in there, fed them, uh, cleaned out their buckets, get them water. And I was just, just refilled my feed bucket to go back over to the orchard when the farrier arrived. Um, so he was early, so, but that's fine. Uh, luckily, I'd got the horses in the night before because I would have been caught on the hop then. So I think he was about half an hour early. So... Uh, I would have been um, stressing about getting the horses in, especially as Jack would probably have given me the runaround. Luckily, I'd got them in the night before to avoid that exact problem. And so I tied those up and uh, he came round and gave him a, a foot trim. Um, Jack's in a very peculiar mood today, giving the... He doesn't normally give the farrier any trouble whatsoever, but he was really uh, being naughty today, not wanting to play ball at all. And at one point, I um, then he'd gone over to do biscuit or stanza, lovely, to get her feet done. And I was stood with my back to Jack, about 10 foot away, leaning on a hay bale, talking to the farrier. And all of a sudden, Jack had managed to obviously untie his hay net or get his hay net loose and lobbed it straight at my back. <laughs> it's like, you are in a very peculiar mood. Then he's pouring at the the ground and... So, yeah, he's in a bit of a frisky mood today. So um, I thought, well, I'll put him out. Normally, I would take them back out together. But um, if Jack was being like that, it's easier to um, take him out first because he's probably going to play up and welly around the field and everything. So I took him out first, came back and got Biscuit, put them out, and then they did indeed have a nice welly around the field. So, yeah, he's in a very... uh, he was obviously feeling good and well, <laughs> jollying around today. So, yeah, so when the farrier had finished that, I then went to the uh, the orchard and... Oh, no, actually, first of all, I had to obviously skip out the stables. I skipped out the stables um, and then I just... The, where the wind has blown and all the straw and everything around, I sort of raked all that up in the in the stables as well. Sorted out. Then I went to the orchard and I fed everything over there, watered everything, topped up the horses' field buckets. Uh, come back in. Come back in and my sinuses are really giving me jip at the minute. So going from the cold into the hot, into the warm is like really, oh, it's horrible at the minute. And uh, up until about three years ago, I never had a sinus problem at all. And then I got a sinus infection. And ever since then, um, every time I get a cold or something, it really, you know, plays havoc with my with my sinuses. It's not very nice, but at least the I keep sort of having moments where I feel a bit giddy. It could be an inner ear thing, I suppose, as well. But uh, yeah, so 
yeah, bear with me while I <laughs> feel a bit woozy coming out from in from the cold. I thought I'd come in and have a cup of coffee. Um, I was going to have a, a very sort of frantic morning this morning because I had the farrier come in. And then I mid-morning I was having my hair cut. And then at lunchtime I've got the twins because um, I got them early today because Samantha's going to see um, Mia's nativity play, school Christmas play. And uh, obviously as in COVID times, nobody else is allowed to go. So um, I'll be looking after the twins. I've got them early. So I was thinking I'm going to have a quite a jam-packed morning. But as it is, the hairdresser double booked me with an MOT for her car. So... She rang yesterday or messaged yesterday to say, would it be all right to put it off and come next week? And yes, absolutely. That was, uh, made my day a little bit more um, relaxed than it uh, could have been. So that's fine. But yeah, we're on uh, episode 40 and uh, yeah, where, where's that time going? Um, here I am still chuntering on uh, weekly about my goings on. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'll try and get something done before the twins come later. I'm aware, like with this low winter sun, it shines in and I could just see dust everywhere. So I do need to dust my house a bit. Not that, that makes a difference because with the wooden floors, it bounces around anyway. As was it said, I hate wooden floors. <laughs> they're, they're my the bane of my life. I think two well, two houses we had wooden floors. I think oh, I just like concrete floors all over because. The floor doesn't bounce then and the dust doesn't bounce and well, it still bounces around, but oh, I don't know. Is it really worth worrying about dust? I don't know. Dust. <laughs> Entertains Lucy when she comes in the sunshine and she can see dust dancing around. So <laughs> maybe it's good for something. Yep, so that's my beginning of this week. Uh, it's just been a bit busy out there this morning, but that's it for a couple of hours now and i got to... Uh, decide what I'm going to do but first of all I'm going to sit down and drink my coffee. When I cook I mostly uh, cook from scratch and uh, so that always takes a a fair bit of time to do and uh, creates a fair bit of washing up. So also what I try to do is when I'm cooking is I try uh, as far as possible to get more than one meal out of what I'm doing so um for instance the other day when I had the lamb chops I uh had four lamb chops we weren't going to eat those they're big double chops so I chopped up some of the lamb and I made other meals the lamb and leek casserole which went into the freezer and then I made um a lamb curry as well and then and John had lamb chop so I try and make uh extra that I can put in the freezer for another day when we're really busy um my favorite uh meal to do or meat to do that out of, of is of course a chicken because the mileage you get out of one chicken uh is incredible to be fair and um i don't know if i've told you this story before but chicken was never a cheap meat i mean it's ridiculously cheap these days which is uh, crazy uh, it and it never really was a cheap meat. It became cheap by accident because um, going back a long time, people basically had a chicken in their in their back garden, you know, and they would neck it whenever they needed to have a chicken. Um, and the chickens that you had that you could get hold of were quite expensive to buy. It was an expensive meat, and then accidentally uh, somebody 
who was a lady out in the Midwest somewhere, was raising um, chickens, accidentally put an extra uh, zero on her order form, ended up with 500 um, day old chickens, reared them up, uh, thought, I don't really know what to do with all these chickens now. So she sold them off um, cheap and uh, bang, that was it. It became a cheap meat because um, then everybody did it. I mean, she still made a profit, so everybody did it. So it became a cheap meat. Uh, I think it's quite insulting, really, that you can go go into the supermarket and buy two chickens for a fiver. I think that's, um, you know, it's an insult to the chicken, to be fair. Uh, as much as anything else. I, as I said, I buy my free-range chickens from a farm, so um, I pay more for them because that's what I choose to do. Uh, But uh, I also get as maximum amount out of them as I possibly can, which is what everybody should be doing, whether you buy a cheap chicken or not. So yesterday we had roast chicken um, and roast potatoes and everything. And then, so today I've got the carcass or the leftover of chicken uh, to to do, which I have just um, prepared. So tonight, John has got bubble and squeak because I made sure I do extra potatoes and extra vegetables because he loves bubble and squeak. So tonight he will have bubble and squeak and I have pulled off some of the chicken and I am having chicken curry. And I've got in my curry... Just got a handful of chicken, or quite a good handful of chicken. Um, some garlic, some onions, uh, tomato paste, and then the curry powder. Whichever you choose, you know, I've gone, I've gone for a combination of tikka mas- tikka curry powder and uh, garam masala, and I also got a bit of turmeric in there because turmeric is incredibly good for you. So, you know, if you like hot curry, make it with a hot curry. Uh, it's also got like a tiny bit of stock in there. And I uh, will add some thickener later when I cook it all up. But at the minute, it's all marinating beautifully. And I will have chicken curry later because uh, for some reason, I've got a real uh, hankering for curries at the minute. Um, the the carcass that, that was le- then left. Oh, I did have uh, quite a lot of meat left over, which I have vacuum packed. I've got 250 grams of vacuum packed uh, plump prime chicken which I vacuum pack and I will put that in the freezer for another day because I did think I would like to make a chicken and leek pie or something but I haven't got any cream or anything so that'll have to wait for another day uh, not everybody has a vacuum packer so um, you know but you can still make something else that you can then freeze or you can freeze it as it is but obviously vacuum packing is a little bit better so yeah that's what I've got there and then the bones and this one came with the giblets, so don't waste the giblets. Uh, boil those up, or simmer them up in some water, uh, and you've got a really nice um, liquid that's full of flavour. Even if you don't want to eat the giblets, which I get, and the giblets are the heart, uh, the liver, and the neck. And I get that people don't want to eat that. John looked at it and said, we're not having that in there, are we? <laughs> no, we're not. Um, but I boiled those up to get the to because they are full of flavour. So I boiled those up, and I've then got the liquid from that. Um, so then in my slow cooker at the minute, I have now got all the picked over bones in the slow cooker with the liquid from the giblets, uh, carrot, onion. Uh, I've got some fresh thyme in there. Um, not onion. I had a leek. Oh, I picked a leek. Uh, some celery leaves that I've still got growing 
um, anything that you can think of really, uh, you know, a bit of garlic, whatever, throw it in there, salt and pepper. Um, and also, uh, I'm not one of these people who um, cooks my chicken until it's only just done. I like to cook my chicken so that you've got some nice crispy bits, you know, the juices that it's in have gone nice and crispy on the bottom of the pan. You've got some nice crispy bits on the extremities of the legs and the, the wings. And I scrape all that off and that goes into the slow cooker as well because that's where you're going to get maximum amount of your flavour from for this. So that's all gone in the slow cooker and that'll go all day and that will make a very nice um, chicken broth or base for a chicken soup, you know, either way. There's not a lot of difference in a chicken broth and a chicken soup, um, really. But, uh, you know, you can have one or the other. And then I will... Um, probably freeze that for a, for a day when it's cold outside and we need some nice chicken soup and it can be doctored again with something else as I heat it up it's fine so that's a that's a whole chicken that's you know there's made the one two three four five meals well one two three four meals that one that we've eaten three that I've got going on the side here one more that will go uh, that's going into the freezer but that will make a decent meal another time and then in the pan I've got left over the skin because I haven't put the skin into the broth purely because I mean it, it's tasty um, a lot of the leftover skin but uh, it's also uh, makes it very greasy indeed so I have I've left that out but you could put that in absolutely not, not a problem so I've literally in my pan that I'm looking at that all I've got left here is the bits of skin um, and the giblets, which will go to the dogs and the cats. I will chop them up and the dogs and the cats will eat those later. All I will have left when I finished are the bones from the, um, the chicken broth when I've picked those clean. That is all I will have left from that chicken, uh, which I think is a, you know, is a, the best way to use a chicken, which I love getting a chicken out and thinking, right, I'm going to make this and this and this with that. Um, and, uh, you know, there are hundreds of recipes out there for leftover chicken. Uh, just depends on what you like. Um, but never waste any of it. It is one of the best value uh, pieces of meat that you can get, really. And, uh, you know, clearly, if you're paying for cheap chicken, it is very good value to get that many meals out of it. But also, if you are paying more for a... Um, a free range chicken organic chicken even you really want to get the maximum amount of uh, meals out of that chicken as you possibly can and that is how I do it so uh, yeah so that's my chicken chicken recipes and how I do my chicken and how I use up every single bit of my chicken that I possibly can and if I could find something uh, that I should be doing with the bones I would use those as well but I may have to scour the internet for that one and have a look see what I was out there now uh, Sunday morning and it's uh, 10 past 10 and um, I haven't been keeping up with this uh, on Friday and Saturday because I've been busy. Um, so Friday, John kind of finished work for Christmas Friday. Uh, he's got a few odd little jobs to do but all this big stuff is 
finished um, and I'd booked him so that I could go out Christmas shopping in Oxford uh, there was a couple of things I wanted to go and get and have a look at before I bought them which turned out to be a waste of time because they didn't have the sizes I wanted so uh, then we then sat in a coffee shop while I ordered them online to be delivered which is uh, crazy no wonder the high street uh, is is perishing because um, they just never got it in the shops but they got the stock online <laughs> so anyway so I had that delivered I mean we did get a few bits so that wasn't too bad but um, yes yeah, so most of the day we spent uh, whizzing about here and there um, getting uh, Christmas presents really um, then uh, in the evening we went around to see mum for coffee but and then Saturday so that was only yesterday let me try and clear my mind think what we did yesterday. oh yes in the morning we spent most of the morning uh <laughs> I said to John I, I use John's favorite phase uh I've got a plan you're not gonna like it because <laughs> the reason he's not gonna like it is because it is gonna be more work for him but um basically that in order to, to get this uh, last room done because now the pantry is finished um and the door's on we've now got it's got concentrate on his other on his pool room but we had an awful lot of stuff in there and a lot of it we're still going to need um and so his idea was right well we'll move it all into the caravan which is where we put a lot of storage stuff uh and then when we've done it all we'll move it back again i'm like no no we're not going to do that what we're going to do and this is where the plan come in is we're going to build a cupboard here <laughs> to put it all in so yesterday morning he spent the morning building a uh, a small cupboard with a worktop um to put all the stuff in rather than move it twice because i can't see the point of that and eventually you'd have to build a cupboard so we might as well make it there and then and to be fair we used up all the scraps of wood and everything and made a a decent sized cupboard to put everything in and also we've got like a bench vice that needed to go somewhere so that's now there um so that's what we did but you know it's it's great because it means everything's now got a place where it lives which is which is good rather than it just being a gigantic mess and you can never find anything um in the afternoon we went pop round to Shelley's because uh, she had uh, it's Josh's birthday very a couple of days before Christmas but she had his like school chill, school friends party and she had a big cake which she had some leftover so she said it'll pop round for a cup of tea and a piece of cake so we duly did that and then in the afternoon, well, that was sort of like mid-afternoon, we came back and we didn't really do anything then until it was time to feed the animals. So then this morning we've got up and uh, got on with doing the animals and we're still um, clearing stuff away. John actually has cleared, cleaned out the gutter at the back there because now all the tr- leaves have mostly fallen off the apple trees. Uh, although I did notice we've still got leaves on the nut trees, which is really bizarre. But... Um, yeah, so all the leaves have sort of got in the gutter. So he's cleaned out all the back gutters so that there doesn't, we don't have a massive clog up and an overflow um, come you know, rainfall. Uh, and we've also had a, a fridge that was sat out the back that doesn't work anymore. And I had to, uh, my microwave stopped working, so I had to get a new microwave. So that's gone off um, He's now, we've just loaded it into the car and he's gone to take that to the dump. Uh, so yeah, so now the plan is that that whole back now is clear to now, for him now to get on and do the rest of the room out there. Meanwhile, um, I 
have been well I did all the animals and everything and then uh, the other day that when I nipped out with Samantha to the garden centre they had quite a few bulbs on um, sale massively on sale so I um, bought a few packets of like really pink pretty little pink cyclamen which I just planted this morning and some per persica uh, which are big um, like I think they're like fruit well, I don't know what they are. Anyway, they'd be nice. <laughs> so I've planted those as well. And uh, it's very mild today, very mild. Um, I think they said it was going to be something like 14 or 15 degrees, which sometimes we don't even get that in the summer. So, <laughs> so it's very mild today. Don't really need uh, layers on today at all, although it's very damp and dank. And uh, the ground is starting now to give way to mud in the areas that you traipse over quite a bit. Um, but at the minute, it's not too bad. So my plan then, I said to John, well, I've got some bits to do in the garden. Um, I always, in, in the back of my mind, obviously, I've got to get ready for Christmas, put the Christmas decorations up. But uh, I'm probably going to do that later in the week, maybe next weekend. I don't like them up too early and they come down quite quickly because uh, I, although I like having them there, they just do get on my nerves eventually. So, But today, because it is mild, I've come out into the garden and I've got, some things I want to get up, like the carrots um, that I've been growing. I don't think they're going to get an awful lot bigger now. So really, I need to pull up those and use what is you what is um, what is there. I was trying to keep them in the ground really until Christmas Day, and you know, pull a load up sort of Christmas Eve and do them. I, I might have a look at them and see. But I've also got some uh, a couple of um, a few turnips and some parsnips, which they would be fine in the ground if we don't get if it's not too wet over winter and of course you know there's just no way of telling so what I'll probably do is get them out of the ground now um dry them off and store them in my new pantry because I can now so that's 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 a great thing to be able to do yeah so mainly and I've just got to sweep off all the dry the dahlia bulbs that tubers that I dug up the other week hopefully are dried out now and I can sweep all those off and store those as well so I'm just going to go around the garden really and see what I can get up what I'm going to be able to use in the next couple of weeks and um, and things like that so yeah I'm going to spend a little bit of time in the garden before going indoors and starting to tidy up in there It's Tuesday morning, and uh, so uh, the rest of Sunday um, was mainly... I Well, John went round to watch the Grand Prix with Macca, and I watched it... Well, I, I was in my craft room doing a bit of crafting, listening to the Grand Prix uh, while I was doing that, and um, getting up for the exciting bits to have a look, and it was a, a fabulously exciting race, uh, especially the last lap, which... Uh, it's a good job nobody lives anywhere near because I was really screaming at the television. <laughs> um, yeah, not the result we wanted, but uh, it is what it is. And uh, there's lots of controversy around it, but uh, there's so many factors involved in it. So uh, we have to leave it to the experts, really. Uh, and, that was, uh, and that was the rest of Sunday, to be honest, apart from doing the animals and things. Um, the goose is laying random eggs <laughs> every now and again, uh, potentially because the weather is so mild. Um, uh, the goose doesn't know whether it's coming or going either. So every few days I find a random goose egg laid. 
which uh, is very early. Um, I believe, uh, and I've believed for uh, well, probably quite a few years now, and I continue to believe that our seasons are shifting. Um, it's pretty obvious, really, to anybody who works outside that the, the se- our seasons are shifting slowly. Um, I mean, I don't know. Over millennia, is that that's likely to happen, isn't it? That I don't know. Question mark. I don't know. But uh, they're definitely they're definitely shifting round. Um, the other interesting point I would make about that is um, I don't know if I've said this before, and I know I've talked to other people about this, but when I see things, I see things in a circle, not linear. Um, so a lot of people will see the year stretched out ahead of them. They will see their life stretched out ahead of them. They will see the week stretched out ahead of them, or even the hour stretched out ahead of them. I see it. I see it in circular form. So I see everything as a, a circular. <laughs> if you see what I mean, like my day is. You know, it's one day. You wake up. You go round back to bed, wake up, round, back to bed. Same with the year. The year goes round. It doesn't stretch out before me. And I guess um, my life, I'm looking at thinking, well, that just goes round, you know. Well, life, you know, it just is a never-ending circle of life motion, really. Um, So, yeah, I see things uh, circular, not linear. Um, And also, I don't see... A lot of people will see... Christmas as the end of the year because um, obviously it's the end of the calendar months but uh, when you I think when you work outside you don't that's not something that you see I don't know I I might be wrong maybe just me well it's not just me I know there's other people the same but um, it's not the end of the year there is no end to the year as far as I'm concerned it's uh, it's the end of the calendar year but the year just keeps going in motion round and round and um, it's certainly I know a lot of people think well you know Christmas winter once once Christmas is out of the way we move then into spring we don't January and February can be some of the hardest coldest months um, that we get here so uh, always in the back of my mind I mean December is early winter January is midwinter, February is late winter. Um, that's that's a fact, really. Uh, so you know, it's not something. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see Christmas as a kind of a full stop to the year at all. It's a, it's just a it's a punctuation in 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 winter, which is um, much looked forward to and very grateful for. And it's, uh, I always call it the great midwinter feast because that's basically what it is. It's a, a feast of a feast on the senses, really, at a time when you need it because everything else is uh, grey and dull here, which it is today. It's grey and dull and damp. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's how I see things. I don't know about anybody else, but uh, that's me. Um, yesterday we went shopping again. I just I said to John uh, on Saturday, no Friday when we went, I said, oh, I do need to pop to another shop in Swindon and just have a look in there. So that's what we did yesterday morning, up and out early, got to the shop early, um, whizzed around, got what I needed mostly, and uh, came back home. Um, we still haven't got our Christmas tree yet. We need to do that. But um, John's gone off to work today. Uh, just to, He's gone to get a few bits of um, 
a few materials that he needs throughout the back. He's gone to pay a few bills. He's got a few, a couple of little jobs to get sorted. So um, I doubt if he will be away very long, um, although I never know. But I, um, my intention, well, last night I started, I cleaned out the spare room, um, give that a clean, move things around. I'm going to need a bit of space for the kids on Christmas Day to play so I sort of shuffled it around a bit so there's a bit of extra floor space um I will say this house is uh it's it's great it's fine for the two of us um on the whole well it is and um but when you get the family come around it's uh especially for an occasion like Christmas dinner or something it's like Rubik's Cube here you have to move everything in order to get something else in so at the minute I'm trying to create floor space for the children in the spare room so I can move their toy box and their the toys that they normally play with when they come here into there so that I can put the Christmas tree where the toy box usually lives <laughs> and uh so on and so forth so yeah so at the minute I've been at some sparrows fighting can you hear them I don't know what they're fighting about but they're fighting um so this morning I got up and I quickly uh well I did that last night and then this morning I sprayed the bathroom all around before I went out to do the animals, did the animals come back and uh, clean the bathroom. And that's as far as I've got at the minute, but my intention is to try and get um, the, the living room uh, cleaned uh, in preparation for putting up Christmas decorations um, at some point this week. Um, potentially, I might wait until after Thursday when the twins have been because... Uh, that could be carnage. It could end up with my Christmas tree on the floor. <laughs> it's just that we're in such a, it's such a tight space. A, and, uh, and trying to find a very a, a nice slender Christmas tree is uh, hard work. And we always have a, have a real one. Although I have contemplated having a false one. but um, Because it would make life a lot easier. But we always have a real one. So uh, we will try and go out and find a, a, a sort of a narrow Christmas tree. I don't want a huge, great big bushy thing. Um... Yeah, so that's my my plan today. And as I said, John John's gone off to do some work, which means I can actually get on here and speak. Um, uh, he's going to be home a lot um, from now until after Christmas, and so there potentially I might not get a chance to uh, do some roundups. And there really isn't a lot to say at the minute. The chickens are still in, um, obviously, they're, and they're probably going to be into April. It's quite soul-destroying, really, and you, you kind of wonder whether it's worth having them because, you know, to try have to keep them in over winter all the time is... It's not good for them, and it's not good for you to to watch them, you know, not be able to get outside and do what they normally do, which is sort of like foraging and scratching at the ground and stuff. It's not, uh, it's not great, I don't think. So it kind of makes you wonder whether it's worth doing continually or not really um the egg sales here have slowed completely right down and we are we are selling what what we've got but um at some days it's very very slow so you know some weeks it's very slow and you count the money up at the end of the week and you think oh is that even worth <laughs> is that even worth the bother but come spring you know when i put all the plants and everything out and that as well and the and the rhubarb starts to grow and the asparagus then it, things will pick up again but um at the minute, we're kind of just ticking over. And uh, a lot of that is to do with the fact that we ourselves are sort of winding this place down, really, rather than 
um, winding it up. I don't know if that was a good decision, but uh, it's certainly a lot less stress, really, um, to do it like that. But, you know, I don't know whether we made the right decision or not. But yeah, that's today. I'll be mostly cleaning and then going out and doing the animals later. Rather than being able to get on with the job that I planned, which was cleaning, um, I thought I'd just check the status of my shipment of oranges. So I received one parcel um, Friday and uh, it says that I received the second one yesterday. However... There is no sign of any parcel. I've scoured everywhere. There is no parcel, but it says that it was successfully delivered. So then you go on that very frustrating roundabout of trying to get in touch with either the people that sent it or the delivery company, uh, none of which you can get hold of in person, obviously, ever. Um, so I'm thinking, well, these are perishable goods now because it's my boxes of oranges. These are perishable goods. Uh, the shipment is already late and um, it says it's delivered. So, so basically, the people who shipped it think that I've got it, but I can't get in touch with them to say I haven't got it. So I've got an open uh, investigation at the minute, which I'm not going to close until I've sorted it. it if ever, um, the delivery, the carrier company, you can't get hold of. That website just goes round and round in circles and then eventually takes me to a German website and I can't even bloody read German, so I have no idea what that is all about. Um, I thought this was going to be a good idea. Uh, in hindsight, it probably is, if the delivery company managed to deliver it correctly to the right person at the right time but we know what delivery companies are like and um yeah so it's uh I'm really pissed off actually to be honest because I now spent an hour chasing round and round trying to find a contact form to fill in to explain the exact situation but uh that is proving very difficult so I have now had to um email the cover company which is crowd, uh, crowd farming uh and they take five days to get back to you <sighs> great you know brilliant what service um yeah not very enamored with that at all mm, potentially this is going to be my one and only ever attempt <laughs> at ordering anything because uh it's not gone very well i've, I've got in touch with my neighbors they've not seen a delivery uh, and when the time they said that it was being delivered, I was here. It was eight fifteen yesterday morning. We were still here. We were here, uh, working. There was nobody turned up, at all. So, yeah, I'm not uh, not happy, and I'm not happy because I've had to spend way too much time chasing my round and round in circles, trying just to even get in touch with somebody to say, uh, "You've said it's delivered. It's not. Where is it?" But that seems to be an impossible task in this day and age. So you can imagine I'm not happy. I was better go and get on with some cleaning instead. <laughs> uh, 
It's uh, ten past ten Wednesday morning and uh, I've just come in to make a cup of coffee. It's still very um, dank and grey but very mild, so mild that um, when I was out working this morning I had to take my coat off because I was sweating. Uh, we were out there before it even got light. Um, got everything sorted, got the ducks done and the geese done and uh, the chickens in the stable done and then I spent uh, quite a while over in the orchard cleaning everything out, um, topping up with fresh hay and fresh straw and cleaning the water buckets and everything so they're all all done and then meanwhile John was uh, putting on the side uh, so we have these like L-shaped caps that go because we've got like a agricultural profile roof and then you get these, uh, I can't remember what they're called now, but L-shaped metal pieces that go over the top and down the side. So uh, he's been um, fitting the rest of those so that the wind doesn't get under there and lift the roof off, which is always uh, a worry. Um, and then I did a few bits. There's a, a little raised bed at the side, so I cut back all the elder that's growing up through there and just tidied that up a bit. And then way back, we had a couple of... Um, well, a fair few tons of, uh, well, I call it three quarters to dust, but because we've got a, quite a difference in the drive, as one side is very dropped, so we filled all the rest of that up. Uh, well, the two piles have been sat there for months, and we're just uh, levelling them out at the minute, and uh, yeah, it's quite hard work, so that's what we've been doing um, this morning already and it's only 10 past 10 and we'll be absolutely whacked by this afternoon after shoveling and raking what I think must be probably a good 16 ton <laughs> ton of this stuff so uh, yeah so I just come in to make the coffee now and take it back out so we can have a bit of a break and then go on out there and crack on a bit more uh, just gone three o'clock uh, Wednesday afternoon and uh, as always, I'm aware that uh, we've literally probably got 45 minutes now until it gets dark. So anything we want to do outside needs to get done now. John is still out moving a lot of that uh, big mountains of uh, hardcore gravel, whatever it is. I have been um, cleaning the sitting room, deep clean, deep clean for the sitting room in order to get the tree up. We went and got a tree. It's tiny. <laughs> they literally sold out of trees. And uh, I just, we had a look yesterday. Some couldn't find one, so not one that, was, that would fit. So I give up, I give up uh, looking, really. That will do. <laughs> that will do. But um, and then I'm trying to go around and put things away and tidy things up and come to the conclusion I've far too much crap out on my sideboards in the kitchen for <laughs> way too much. And um, it's not crap, really. I use it all, but it's just like there is no... Uh, the thing is, I could do with some more shelves on the walls in the kitchen, but we put up porcelain tiles and John hates drilling into them because they wear out all the drill bits. Uh, you can wear out three or four drill bits just putting up a shelf, so... Um, a bit loath towards asking because I have some extra shelving there. But really, I could do with some extra shelving in here just to get things up off the side so that there's more space on the side to actually do things. Um, yeah, what was it? Well, we've... Uh, so I've been cleaning, um, moving things out of the way, but uh, just like everything... 
I don't know, we just seem to be jam-packed. Well, that's first world problems, I know. But um, we just seem to have stuff jam-packed everywhere. I don't even know. I don't know why. Um, oh, I really have to have a word with myself and see if we actually really need all this. But uh, you do, do sort of hang on to things and think, oh, well, that might come in handy. And that might come in handy. So I'll keep that. I'll put that in that cupboard. Now that cupboard's bursting. And I just, I've got a, like a water spray bottle. I just cleaned off the kitchen windowsill and... I had some ginger plants growing. I was trying to keep them going over winter, but when they've gone a bit, um, the, the ginger's sort of gone soft. Actually, still in there, but it's, uh, I'm getting like the um, the soil flies everywhere. It's like driving me mad. So I think I've, so I've took them out and I'm going to put them in the greenhouse and put some bubble wrap over them and see if I can manage to keep them going. If not, I start again next year or not bother because uh, uh, they don't seem to really grow in tremendous amount of size. Or I'll have a look up and see what I'm doing wrong. Probably something. So, yeah, so then I had a... There was a spray water bottle. It was empty. I thought, well, I'll just put that in the cupboard under the sink. And I'll try to put that in. And the, the polish is falling out. Because there's, there's no more room under the sink. Uh, I don't know. To keep stuff. And, um, yeah, so basically I'm having a... And that is, I said to Shelley, why do we... Uh, do a deep clean, well, like me, deep clean in the living room before we put all the Christmas decorations up. That's because once they're up, you can't really move them very much and they'll drive me nuts if it gets too much dust. So if I give it a deep clean first, um, it's bearable for a couple of weeks then. Um, but, uh, yeah, we do tend to do a good old deep clean. So that's what I've been doing. Um I'm, I'm aware, I'm going around thinking, oh God, oh God, I need to clean my oven really before I cook for Christmas Day. Well, the, actually the grill, the grill's just starting to smoke everywhere, you know how it does. Um, just like, and then I, I go in the back bit and I think, oh, I need to bring the hoover back in here, but I can't do that because there's a box of that stuff sat there and that's got nowhere to go at the minute. So <laughs> it's just one of those things. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe one day I'll get my head straight and just sort it all out i don't even know what 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 is it all about what is it all for and well on my windowsill i've got a bulb that needs to go in the light in the kitchen but it's really hard to get in and john's tried twice he's dropped one bulb broke that he's tried to get it in there can't get it in so maybe i need a new light fitting so that it's easy to change the bulbs because that one has been incredibly difficult right from the time we had it, which is when we put the kitchen in about six or seven years ago. I'm also finding, because we did put the kitchen in six or seven years ago, all new, but everything now is starting to um, break that, that we bought new. You know, like I had to replace the microwave. Um, that stopped working. And my to the toaster, John said, I don't think it's toasting the whole bread. Uh, so I think the elements are going in there. And uh, I've already replaced the kettle once so although I have had that for very much longer but yeah so um cleaning I've cleaned the kitchen I've given the clean a super a superficial clean in the kitchen because I do need to give that a really good deep clean but that's not as important because it's not gonna have a lot of decoration in here so um but yeah I need to so we've got the tree tick uh I'll probably put it up at the weekend or Friday maybe and we'll see but yeah and John's still working outside, and it's getting dark, and that's another day. And in fact, it's Wednesday, so it's almost another week over. Um, so, thank you very much for listening, and uh, I will catch you again next week.